Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Aftermath For Episode 67 Chapter 51 The Woggle Bug So, here we are again, talking about yet another short chapter. I believe the Wogglebug chapter clocked in at around seven and a half minutes. There really isn't much to say about it. Didn't draw from any past experiences. Obviously. I mean, it's not like I've ever witnessed the raising and reformation of a mythical land, so really, really wasn't a whole lot to draw from for this one, unlike the previous chapter and so many other chapters for that matter. But uh, anyways, that's neither here nor there. This is partly a reference to the second Oz book, The Marvelous Land of Oz, in that it features, in a small way, a character from that story. The Wogglebug. The Wogglebug in the verse is a large bug, a highly magnified bug and very smart, highly educated. If I were to fantasy cast a voice for this particular character, top of my list, Kelsey Grammer. Not just because I love Kelsey Grammer, but because the character in many ways reminds me of Fraser. The Wogglebug was just a normal bug until he wandered into a schoolhouse one day, and then he hid there, and he quietly learned everything he could from the wise Professor Know-It-All for three long years. Eventually, he was caught, and the professor decided to use him for an impromptu lesson of sorts. I guess to teach the kids about woggle bugs. Anyways, he used some sort of projection technology that magnified the image of the bug and blasted him onto a screen. This startled the children, one of which was standing on a windowsill, if I'm not mistaken, and she fell out and then all the kids ran to see if she was okay. And while they were all distracted, the bug jumped off the screen and made a run for it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, You know, I love Baum. I love The Wizard of Oz, and I love the wonderfully rich world he created. But, wow. Just, wow. This origin story is pretty far out there, even for Baum. At least, as far as the first two books are concerned. Some of his stuff gets a a little bit out there. Anyways... Uh, this, it's it's all fun, so let's just take it for its imaginative wonder and uh, try not to think too hard about it. Once the Wogglebug is out on his own, he meets and rescues a tailor, in some unknown way, who in turn makes him a pretty nice set of threads. So he's not just a highly educated and highly magnified Wogglebug, but he's also highly fashionable. Also, he has a really strange fetish for women wearing plaid. 
I'm not going to get into that, though. No judgments. Like what you like and all that, but, I mean, you know, you know uh, let's, uh, let's move on. Just for funsies and an attempt to fill this episode out, I've taken the liberty of having the Bing flavor of ChatGPT write the Wogglebug origin story as though it was a promo or a pitch for a 1990s sitcom. Because I love 90s sitcoms and, you know, <laughs> why not, really? And anyways, after I had that created, I went... And I read it. And then I, I masked my voice to sound like a 90s sitcom promo announcer using yet some more artificial intelligence. So anyways, here's here's that. I'm going to I'm going to step out for a minute. You can listen to this. I'll, I'll be back in a second. Meet the Wogglebug, a tiny insect with a big brain and a bigger heart. He was just a normal bug until he wandered into a schoolhouse and learned everything he could from the wise professor know-it-all. But when the professor put him under a microscope, he got more than he bargained for. He became a giant bug with a giant personality. And he decided to make a run for it. Along the way, he met a tailor who gave him some snazzy clothes and he became the most fashionable bug in Oz. Now, he's the founder and professor of the Royal College of Art and Athletic Perfection, where he teaches all kinds of animals how to be smart and fit. He also has a knack for falling in love with any woman who wears plaid, which leads him to some hilarious and dangerous situations. Join the Wogglebug and his friends as they go on wacky adventures in the wonderful world of Oz. The Wogglebug. He's not just a bug. He's a bug with a buzz. Well, well, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> I think the AI actually might have uh, did a better job of summarizing the Wogglebug's story than I did. Maybe AI is coming for my creative job. Ooh. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm not that worried. The Wogglebug in my version of the story is nothing quite so fanciful or interesting. It's simply a parasite that attaches itself to Cassitis and witnesses the reformation of the land. It's described as an insect with the body of a cockroach, with six hollow needles for legs, the head of a mosquito, and a long, pokey proboscis. It attaches itself to the host and simply filters the host blood through its body. As far as parasites go, it's relatively harmless. For now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I have no plans for the Wogglebug in the future. Uh, this creature isn't coming back. At least, not for the rest of this story. Maybe not even for a possible sequel. It's largely just a remnant of an earlier idea for an earlier draft. We do witness the destruction of Oz here, though. I wanted this chapter to have an angry biblical feel to it. 
I wanted it to feel epic, mythological. Cositus grows so large that he's able to reform the land with relative ease. His massive wings freeze Oz in an instant, and while everything is frozen, he digs trenches to become rivers, craters to become oceans, and creates whole new landscapes. He returns the land to what it once was, and allows the denizens of the other side to return to it. All of this happens in what would be seven days for Cositus, but only a split second for anyone fortunate or unfortunate enough to survive the cataclysm. You know, kind of like how you fall asleep for an hour and it only feels like a minute, and then you fall asleep for like two hours and it still only feels like a minute, and then you fall asleep for like three or four, maybe twelve, and you wake up later and, you know, not only are you fired because you fell asleep on the job, but also it all felt like just a minute. There's there's no truth to that story, by the way. Anyways, the point is, it takes him a while, you know, and then nobody else, you get the idea. Uh, where was I? Right. Once this is over, he disappears to the above, and the land is unfrozen. This makes Oz something entirely new to the story. The landscape has changed. New dangers are present. Many of the people who once lived in Oz are now gone, as well as many of the cities and villages. At the same time, however, many cities and villages still remain, as do many former citizens of the land. It's uh, essentially rapture. It's the rapture. You could go ahead and call it the rapture. Or for you Marvel and DC fans out there, it's like he's a cross between Thanos and General Zod. He snapped his fingers and half the population disappeared, and then he terraformed the planet to make it more hospitable to his own kind. Fun times, to be sure. If I missed something or failed to address something you feel I should have, just go ahead and let me know. I'm always open to questions, comments, or... Constructive criticism! You don't have to like the show. I'm not entirely sure why you're listening, if you don't, though. But, you know, like it or not, you can be nice. I know you can. Because you're good enough, you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, someone out there likes you. Or at least politely tolerates you. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can do that by emailing me at darkdaysofdorothygale at outlook.com. There's no more Twitter, or X, I guess, for me. But you can still find me on the old TikTok, where it's at DarkDorothyG. Alternately, I appear on TikTok, Instagram, and that silly threads thing under the assumed identity of at the ordinary sun. That's S-U-N. The Instagram feed actually has a lot of fun Dark Days-themed artwork. And the Dark Days TikTok does as well. 
And of course, if social media isn't your jam, there's always the official Dark Days website. D-D of dg.com. You can always find links to t-shirts and stickers and stuff there as well. Also, I've compiled a list of all my favorite Dante's Inferno resources there. So if you liked all that Dante stuff that I did back in part two, uh, good news. I've, I've compiled a list. It's all there on, on, on ddofdg.com. Uh, lots of links, summaries, little tiny reviews of each of the places. Some are better than others. Uh, check it out if, you, if, if, if that's your jam. Anyways, uh, Darker Days of Dorothy Gale used to be on Amazon as an ebook and in paperback form, but at the time of this here recording, the podcast is in fact the only way to experience it. If you'd like to support the show, buying a t-shirt or a sticker or something is really the coolest way to go about it. And if you would like to support my specific brand of creativity in a more direct and financial way, you can't see it, but I'm rubbing my fingers together in that, in that uh, you know, you know, like people do when they're like signing for money. You know, I don't know if that's like real sign language. Is that real sign language? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I'm doing it right now as I'm as I'm reading. If you don't believe me, that's fine. You don't have to believe me. Anyways, if you want to give me money, I won't stop you. I'm not asking for it, but I won't stop you. You can do that by going to buymeacoffee.com slash ordinary sun. Again, that's S-U-N. And if you do that, I will send you a personal handwritten thank you note in the mail. Like, I'll put it in the mailbox and a mailman or mail person, I guess, will take that letter and they will deliver it to somebody else who will then deliver it to somebody else. And eventually it'll get to you. You'll have that. It's really actually pretty cool. I'll, I would do that for you if you if you gave me a little bit of a donation. But, you know, I get it. I get it. If you can't, if you don't, if you won't, totally understandable. I'm happy to do this either way. But again, that's buymeacoffee.com, Ordinary Sun. S-U-N. So, I think that about wraps this up. Come back next time for Chapter 52, The Awakening, Part 1. Thanks for listening. I love you all.